standpoint you can take it or leave it so yeah in line with the um topics of self-growth and improvement i think one of the escapes that a lot of people in our generation maybe a lot of the older and younger ones as well has been kind of to you know retreat to social media to kind of give us a break and take our mind off the realities that are happening literally just outside our doors and Maybe the most common of all of them, well, besides TikTok, because I'm pretty sure TikTok was, just blew up because of COVID, but um, YouTube has always been the prime go-to. And not only, you know, during COVID, but also before that, like, if you want to learn how to do things like cook or fold handkerchiefs or like tie your tie and stuff like that, and then you have the vloggers that really show their day-to-day lives and everything that they're going through just so that other people can kind of feel included and feel like they have friends on this platform as well. Like it's really been such a good therapy for everyone during this time. And so, yeah, we just want to, you know, have a conversation about that and like just our favorite, like bloggers, our favorite YouTubers and everything. And we decided to invite someone special to join us on this adventure today. She is also a YouTuber. Um, <laughs> do you want to introduce yourself? Okay, sure. Um, hi, everyone. So I'm Sam Gutierrez. I'm currently a college student. I double major and I post YouTube videos for fun. So, yeah. Welcome, welcome. Super welcome. pleasure to have you here. Thank you. And it'll be nice to get like also a perspective of someone who's kind of been doing this for a while because like we did kind of a deep dive of your channel like we went all the way to the bottom and like you know we didn't we didn't watch them like all because i mean my attention span is just doesn't work like that but you have really good content oh thank you so it actually started because i was an athlete all my life so i played basketball for nine years and when i stopped i was like i didn't know what to do and I've always been watching YouTube videos of other girls, other women out there who's so inspiring, like super inspired me. And I was thinking to myself, okay, I really want to make YouTube videos, even if I'm so shy. And I finally um, opened up like my comfort zone, stepped out of my comfort zone and posted videos. And I said to myself, you know what, if people talk about me or if people like, bash me or something you know I'm posting content that I love and if it helps one person then that's good for me <laughs> that's true that's really the way you should look at the because we've had bloggers and youtubers on our other show before and it's very intimidating to kind of put yourself like out there and first just, just record like yourself talking because being in that situation alone is like pretty awkward to just stare yeah. into a camera and have to pretend that there are people listening to you already it is it is kind of awkward but then honestly i think to myself you know what just pretend that you're talking to your best friend in the camera and it works so 
a tip if you want to post YouTube videos, pretend you're talking to someone you're close with. So yeah. Uh, I noticed parang the videos that get the highest or the most views in your YouTube channel. It's the one where you uh, experience personally. Like, I'm looking at it right now. Like how to get 4.0 GPA, DLSU Frost tips. Those yeah. really you know, like, speak to other people on a personal level. So yeah, it's mostly tips and my college journey because I feel like a lot of people in high school are so intimidated with what to expect in college. And personally, I was the same too. So, you know, if it could help other people, then yeah, I'll post about it. So that's been my mindset. Yeah, it's really cool how like your niche is kind of everything because you have stuff about like you know, self-improvement also, and then you have day-to-day vlogs. Like, how do you kind of decide, like, what topic you want to, like, talk about? Because, you know, to talk about something straight for 10-15 minutes, it's not easy also. Yeah, honestly, right now, I'm kind of in a creative rut. I don't know what to post about because, like, let's be honest, this pandemic, especially when they declared the level three, it got everyone really overwhelmed. And what really helps me think about what content to post is to watch other people get inspiration. Like, don't copy other people, but just get inspired and just do it your own self, like how you would have this idea and put it out there to others. So that's what's in, that's how I do it. And sometimes, I get carried away and I don't know, I have so much ideas and I don't know how to put them all in one video. And it takes a while to edit also. So super big wow to YouTubers who edit their own videos, make their own content and stuff like that. It's really hard. I, I like feel you. <laughs> yeah, that's true. The editing yeah. isn't like easy. I'm not even the one who does our editing. Our other host sadly couldn't be here because he's not feeling so well. But he's the one who handles editing all of our episodes and he, like he he does them super quickly because he kind of got Sanaina with the pattern of how our videos are presented so I think after that beginning like jump he was kind of able to sustain it already but from someone who doesn't do the editing like I can't imagine the, the time and the hours it takes to just like repeat watch the same scene over and yeah. over again to check if you miss like one second of like noise or something like that. That's so true. Sometimes when you edit your own video, sometimes you cringe at yourself. <laughs> at oh, times. All the but time. Then it's like, Raise the cringe. Okay, you know what? It's fine. You filmed yourself. You better put it out there. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Sign lang the effort and the the space in your camera, diba. You don't want to just delete that's all so that true. footage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I relate. <laughs> So who are like the the YouTubers, the vloggers who you watch to kind of inspire? Because there's so many like rising like content creators now on YouTube. Yeah, but I've been watching, I kind of watch older YouTubers. Um, from the States, I watch like Ava Jewels, uh, Kristen Johns. And from here, it's mostly, you know, Janina Vela, Hannah Pangilinan. YouTubers like them, like before, they were the ones that I really watched. Yeah, but now it's more on, um, I just watch periodically, like nothing, no one specific naman. So, yeah. 
you kind of just like have a Drifting. have something in mind that you want to watch and then you type it in and then whoever looks like the most eye-catching you're like okay yeah or sometimes um like i really have this favorite youtuber ava she lives in hawaii so i just always watch her content <laughs> i don't know it's <laughs> I love the beach vibes of her content. So, yeah. Well, Hawaii must be such a great place to like vlog because everything is just so pleasing to the eye. Like, I feel like... Right away the, from the pandemic. Why I'm so attracted to it is because we're stuck in our rooms. We're stuck in our homes. So to see someone exploring, being out there, it's nice to see. Yeah, that's so true. Actually, that's that's what like I was thinking about also and I was like thinking about where the convo this episode would go and like the pre-planning. I was like, the way that like gets us to watch so many videos of other people is because they're kind of doing something that we've always wanted to do. And so to see someone else fulfilling that dream, even if you don't know them, it kind of makes you feel like you've already done it with them too, which is what makes like vlogs so great. Like, you really try and include your audience with you while you go about your day, while you show everything that you're doing. And from the audience perspective, kind of being able to feel that you were a part of that journey too. It, it's what makes like watching content so great. That's so true. I agree with that. Because sometimes I watch YouTubers. Like I watched this YouTuber also. She's called Michelle Choi. And she has a series, Living Alone Diaries. She just... Ooh. Just posts like how she goes about her life living alone. She just posts about her cleaning, uh, w- cooking, and it's so therapeutic. Like, wow, well, we're doing the same things, and yeah, it gives me inspiration. That okay, because sometimes I think, will people even watch my videos? Because I'm just at home. I just do this. I just do that. It's nothing so <laughs> grand, you know. It's just day to day life, but. People like still message me and say, "Oh, I loved your video." So I got so killing. <laughs> so yeah. Well, to all of her fans who are listening to this right now, there's your thank you. <laughs> <laughs> the fans make it there without their support of liking, comment, and subscribing. Wala. So like, true. Yeah, they like, really are the morale booster, no? Like to want to continue to put out more because you hear that strangers you don't even know are like. Having That's, so much fun watching your your story, your life. Yeah, um, I have these viewers who I've never met in person, but in every video that I post, even if they're just two or three people, they continuously like comment and cheer me on, and I'm just like, wow, I'm so soft. Like you don't know me, but you're cheering me on and loving my videos, and they DM me on Instagram sometimes. So I really love it, and yeah, I just wish the best for them. So yeah. <laughs> Maybe one day they can join you in some of your adventures also. Once you start like vlogging maybe outside the country or... Yeah, hopefully, you know, when COVID gets a little bit better. <laughs> I already imagine it, like your trip to Disneyland or something. Oh, yeah, my... then you like sponsor all your fans or something like that. That would sponsor. be so nice. <laughs> <laughs> But have you ever had like a, a dream, like destination in mind where you would want to like continue to pursue filming content like elsewhere like somewhere not in the country if you were to like go abroad and stay there for like a month a year like where would you want to go 
Ooh, that's an interesting question. I think now at my current state right now, I think I'd want to go to Korea. You know how everyone's been into K drama, K drama and K-pop? BTS. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's one thing. That, Disneyland. It's one country that I would like to go to and have an adventure in. I don't know. Like we've been thinking about having a like episode revolving around the topic of what would happen if we moved abroad. Because like you know, as much as like I've lived here my whole life, my all my family are from here. Like I'd love to like spend a few months like going around the world. Because like. Um, I've been watching, like Sina Elliot Choi and Kelly Wakasa. There, they just moved to New York a few months ago, so they have this content creator house there called Your Mom's House. They're like two guys, two girls, and they just put out content like all over New York, like, and it's just such wow. a vibe to be so independent and free to kind of pursue like what you love doing and literally every day you just go outside it's like snowing and you could just have coffee on the side of the street while wearing like puffy jacket because the weather's so yeah. nice Toronto and Tokyo tayo. <laughs> you want to go to Tokyo? Tara, let's go pay for my <laughs> ticket let's go <laughs> I can hardly pay for my own ticket <laughs> oh yeah but like that's the only downside it's really really expensive. yeah the financial yeah. like stability of being able to do something like that. Yeah, not just that. But uh, if you're not lucky, though, you might get harsh treatment from the locals. Japanese or foreigner? I don't remember. Now. Gaijin? No, it's not Gaijin. <laughs> I don't remember, but, you know, I mean, Japan vlogs are, like, fun naman also. And we, ha- we were, like, I don't know if you do that also with your group of friends, but you kind of have dreams about going on trips together and then you look at the prices of the flights, even though it's, it's not a viable option at the moment. You kind of dream about, okay, what hotel are we going to stay in? Ganon. Oh yeah, that's that's so true. Especially since we've been cooped up in our houses for what, two years already. And you just want to travel and you get kind of jealous when you see other people traveling and stuff like that and when they have their online school abroad you're just like oh, sad at all <laughs> like i wish that was my life <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's so like yeah that's, that's right i think the you had uh exchange programs for international people who want to go international international schools oh yeah but then they canceled that because of covid Oh, yeah, yeah the last batch got stuck for like a bit where they were and then they had to go back. It got cut short out of by like half the time, I think. Yeah, so sad. Like a lot of plans really drifted because of COVID. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think one thing that's so like great about creating content is it forces you, not in a bad way, to get out of your comfort zone. Like it really, it really just show like makes you be yourself. Cause I mean, as much as you like wanna pretend to be like the best version of yourself behind the camera, it's it's pretty like evident when you know you're being your real self, right? And it really is the most freeing feeling to kind of just 
be who you want to be and who you feel that you are while sharing it with other people, which also in turn can encourage them to do the same, which is why I feel that there are so many like people starting to make vlogs and YouTube videos now because aside from having the time to do it and being stuck at home, you know, there's just so many stories to tell and to share with the world. That's true. I love that you said that because one of the main things that I tell myself when making a video is like, just be yourself, you know, like you can't pretend to be someone that you're not just to get viewers or just to get subscribers because the people that will watch you, the people that will love your content will love you because of your personality, because of who you are. So don't fake your personality. Don't fake who you are because the right viewers and the right subscribers will come at the right time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you die, eventually the truth will come out and uh, some subscribers or viewers will, may call you out. It wouldn't be good to be known as a, like, a liar in the internet. Yeah, that's true. So it's well, really good to be authentically you on the internet and you know if you get bashed or something for being you as long as like you, you know you're not hurting anyone all you have are good intentions then just do it just go for it but you know if you're hurting someone you know then you just have to take a step back and evaluate your actions and yeah just put out good content that will inspire other people with a nutshell be wholesome <laughs> Be we nice also be kids. nice the real fans will come along that's true yeah but i mean since you've been making content for like a few years now have you like ever gone back to your older videos and then seen how much you've grown as oh, you yeah. as your videos have like you know developed too for sure because i there were always times uh, in my youtube journey where i've stopped posting for a while for like six months or like a few six to eight months and then mm -hmm. i just go back because i've been so busy and then i just watch my old videos and i'm just like wow like that was so much fun doing this doing that and wow i was like that or i i was um in this stage in my life but i feel like i've grown a lot more now and yeah, like one thing that I've also realized was um, the peace and the growth mindset that I've developed over time. So that's one thing that I'm really proud of myself for because, you know, before I would have been super anxious if I would get um, bad things about other people for example they wouldn't like my videos or anything like oh you know, yeah for sure you might hate comments right yeah but now it's just like okay i'm super content with who i am and what i do even if it doesn't reach that much people but then to the people who it reaches then i'm happy about it then yeah just my mindset talaga of if it helps one person or if it inspires one person, then that's a win for me. It doesn't have to be a lot, you know. So, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's really such a nice way to kind of look at why you put out content. Because the people who do it to get subs, like, it's very halata. 
when when you watch their videos. Not that it's a bad thing. I mean, I understand like like um building your your fan base is very important also. But you know, there could be videos that they kind of just like they don't get the same amount of views as your last, and then that could send a lot of content creators into like a spiral of like, oh my god, what did I do wrong? Yeah. So like to want to do it because number one, you're helping, doesn't matter how many people, but say you're helping people and to see yourself be able to learn and grow from it. Like it's really such a, I don't know, how would I? It's always, it's always nice to see people grow. Yeah. And was, it's nice. Um, they look back, they're like, oh, it's either, it's cringe. Yeah, I super agree with that because when I look back at, like, I still feel like I'm 18 because I started, my first video was when I posted my 18th birthday. So I still feel like, oh, wow, I'm still 18 because the pandemic happened. I have I had had two birthdays already in the pandemic. So I still feel like I'm 18 even if I'm not. <laughs> I, the I think we're the future will give you better celebrations for sure once you can get out. And then you can vlog those. And then yeah. <laughs> It can be my first birthday out of quarantine or something like that. Like, boom, instant views now. Hopefully this year. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I really want to, like, manifest this year. 2022 is going to Unless be... your birthday's in January. Boom. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, that kind of... The ship kind of sailed when they were, like, not till Jan 31, we're stuck at home. But, like, I mean, I guess there's nothing wrong, no one with wishing that things will go back to normal soon. It's just that I think having gone through this already for more than a year, sad to say we've kind of adjusted to accepting that this is the way things are from now on. Like, I don't know if I can ever imagine a world nowhere. I don't have to wear a mask outside. That's true. Um, It kind of sucks because we've kind of become accustomed to this way of living, you know? Yeah. we have to get used to it or else, you know, we'll just be sad or we'll just hate on it, for example. Like, why isn't it like this or why isn't it like that? But, you know, you just have to accept the reality and just go from there. And just be, like, for me, one thing that really helped me in the pandemic was just being present every day and being grateful for the little things. For example, oh, my family's healthy. Or, oh, I have food on the table. Yeah, it's for sure. Things it really helped me get through the day, even if it's super trivial to other people. But then for me, it's like, oh, that's a big thing, even if it's really in the everyday thing. So, yeah, does that make sense? It does. Yeah. Parang, I read somewhere that multiple smaller victories are better for your mental health or are better for your psyche. I don't know if that's correct. They're better for your personality than yeah. just one big victory. Yeah. So like uh, having finding enjoyment in mga small victories, like what you said, or we can add eating ice cream. Yeah. It's a lot better. That's so true. Like I actually made a list for myself this quarantine. I I've read a lot of books about like self-help, personal development. And good for you. Yeah, and there were a lot of books that would ask you questions and stuff. And then there was this one book he was saying, like, list the things that make you happy. 
or if you have a bad day, you can just go back to that list and do one or two things from that list. So, you know, if you want to get to know yourself better, have a list of things that make you happy. And if you're sad, you had a bad day, just go back to that. So that's what really helped me this pandemic too. <laughs> yeah, I, should, I think we should read more self-help books. Because like, <laughs> I don't know, like, I, I've never been the reading type, so my, my like, an offer self-help has always come from, like, my family and my friends and all of the meaningful, like, conversations I get to have with people like this. Like, this is the whole reason why we started putting out content like this, because in the beginning, also, our podcast, our first podcast was all about just me, us as friends. Like, we weren't going to have anyone else on. It's just going to literally be us all the time talking about like whatever we wanted yeah. and then after we got our first guest on we were like wow okay we ha- we're changing our like our reason for why we want to do this because number one to be able to meet people in this kind of situation where there's literally so many reasons why you don't get to meet people yeah like to be able to do that is already a small victory on its own like to make new friends like this to talk to people who you probably never would have encountered maybe had COVID never happened like had the pandemic never never happened at all and to be able to have all this time to be able to create content like this like we should look at it more as something like that instead of like oh no we're stuck at home we're there's so many reasons why we should be sad right now just kind of reverse it and make it like but these are the reasons why like COVID was kind of good for us too i mean in all of these ways where like us being able to meet other people and talk with other people kind of help us and our mental health as well and be able to like grow and not only that also to be able to go out of your comfort zone like my favorite youtubers i'm not sure if you know them they're called yes theory oh yeah i don't know yeah you should definitely like look them up there are these um guys who started making videos together in 2017 2016 something like that and their motto revolves around seeking discomfort Mm. and um you know the reason that they're named yes theory is because they they literally try and put themselves out of their comfort zone every single day that they're alive like even through the pandemic they were trying to do things that would make them not feel safe because they kind of like I think one of their like quotes was like life is either a daring adventure or nothing at all like you know the moment that you start like um knowing that you only have one life is the moment you really start living your life something like that it's like super like super more vibes and I don't know them just being able to share that part of themselves with everyone is kind of what gave well me at least the courage to put myself out here to and be in this situation where kind of reaching out to people I never met to join us and talk about stuff that we never thought we'd be able to do had all of this never happened and yeah and I think that's what I love about books or videos or you know content that's being uploaded in the internet or blogs and stuff like that is because you really get to hear the perspective of other people it's like you're living through their stories 
and you'd want you learn a lot from just listening or uh, reading or watching someone and it gives you an insight as to their life as to how they are and the things that they've learned that you can apply to your own that youtube that youtuber who gave you the courage to start your podcast like that's something that is really so nice about content creators because you don't know who you're inspiring to start their own journey of putting themselves out there yeah for sure and like i know it's the scariest thing in the world to be like you gotta put yourself out of your comfort zone but in reality that really is the only time that you start living like yeah. I mean, it's easier to say because it's so <laughs> fucking scary to just be like, "Okay, tomorrow I'm gonna I'm gonna do something that I never thought I'd be doing like in my entire life." And even though I'm scared as shit, like I have to do it. Like this is something that I need to do. And they have also had videos where before they do something super like dangerous, they're like, "Okay, is this like my my common sense telling me that this is not a good thing to do, or is it just?" my my safe zone trying to protect me from going out of my comfort zone it is really a thin line between um doing things that like you don't want to do but you feel that you have to and doing things that aren't right for you yeah um i think that's where knowing yourself really comes in when you have a good grasp of who you are what you love doing what you hate doing your values and Um, what you believe in, then things like that will come easily when you decide on the things that matter to you. It's all in the mind. It is yeah. all in the mind. Like, the biggest enemy, like, honestly, feel like, I don't know where I read this like a few days ago, fear really doesn't like, exist. It's something that the mind creates to kind of protect you. I don't know. Like, it kind of shields you from you know, not doing things that you're not sure about but those are the things that may end up being the most important to you once you do them and you know um if you don't end up doing those things then it's like you never like even thought about doing them at all which kind of does keep you in your little circle in your little box yeah and yeah. sorry like yeah and i want to add lang sorry you want to go first with me no you it's okay go go sorry i sorry <laughs> i was just going to add lang yeah. like I was gonna say that uh, following Anton's uh, statement, the only thing you have to fear is fear itself. Uh, quoting from FDR, because like imagine now that you have a fear of heights, tapos you're you're already there in the airplane, about to do bungee jumping. Bungee jumping? What's the thing? Yeah, when you fall, tapos you fall. Bungee jumping. Guys, guys, skydiving. <laughs> I forgot, I forgot. Okay. Skydiving. <laughs> Tapos you're like having second thoughts. And then you're like having a mental battle. Uh, trying to beat your fears. Trying to convince yourself how will you ever outgrow this fear. So you might as well do it. Because uh, if you don't do it, wala, you're just going to go back to being scared of heights, for example. But if you do it, uh, you're, you either you can either get one step closer to overcoming completely your fear or overcoming your fear completely and if you do that then that means you grew as a person and you can look back and see how cringe you were being scared of being scared of heights Ayan. oh i love skydiving 
Not bungee jumping. <laughs> sky, sky, what? Bungee diving, what? <laughs> Whatever. I forgot what it was called. Just that he falls down. Yes, yes, yes. Just that jumping out of the airplane. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. my bucket list too. I want to skydive. Oh, I want to skydive too. That'd be so fun. But see, it's easier to say that, and then when you're there, yeah, you're like, when you're there, you're like, Lana, because oh, if your parachute fails, wala. you die. <laughs> you're like splat on the ground. <laughs> yeah, you die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it's so scary. that's so true. I mean, even in like in terms of like life right now, like I know we're still at that age where we kind of have an idea of where we want like things to go and what we want to be doing in life. And this age, like this bracket of the 20 to 30s, where we're supposed to be like taking risks and really like trying to see what we love doing. And, you know, at this point, like we, we haven't even technically been alive like for that long yet. And we've already feel felt like all of these losses that we've gone through have already, you know, they're the biggest, like the baddest things that could ever happen to us. And, you know, if people keep on having that mentality, like, they're really just already forcefully limiting themselves. Like, I remember I had this conversation with one of my friends where I was telling him about, like, all my problems. And I was like, what if, why do I keep losing? Like, why do, why do, like, why does bad shit keep happening? And then he was like, did you really lose, though? Because, like, think about, think about how you were at that time where you felt that you lost. And then... Look at where you are now. Like, do you think you would be where you are right now if that didn't happen to you then? Like, I was like, oh shit. Like, what the hell? And then he's like, don't don't look at everything as a loss. Look at it as the opportunity to continue to grow. Like, never see it as something bad. Always try and see it as what did I learn from this? What how much did I grow from this? Like. Would I be able to think the way that I think now? Or would I be able to have the confidence that I have now and the knowledge to not make those mistakes again had I not gone through those things before? It's like that movie. Meet the Robinsons. Keep moving forward. In in failure, you learn. But in success, uh, not so much. Oh, I love that you mentioned that about failure and about our biggest losses or the times that we were down because I remember you know when I was a bit like a few years ago at the lowest point in my life that I just questioned everything you know and it was just really the lowest point but then through that experience I got to develop stronger relationships like I got to know who my real friends were I got to have stronger ties with my family and a stronger relationship with God. So it's really in your lowest moments that you can discover yourself and, you know, what makes you stronger. It will really make you stronger in that sense. So, yeah. Yeah, it does for sure. It's in those moments where you feel you're most broken down that you really do realize like how much all the things that happened to you have helped you become who you are now. And like, you know, it's like, I, I don't know that that saying that it, God always throws like the, the worst challenges at the strongest soldiers. Yeah. Like everything that has happened to us happened because God knew we could take it. And he knew that we'd find a way to push through it. 
Like, he'll never give you something that you can't handle. So anytime you feel, like, lost or scared or alone, just try and, like, look around at everything that's happening and try and find, like, the little pockets of light in that darkness that you're trying to get out of. Oh, I love that. That's definitely so true. Because, you know, uh, these challenges, these obstacles that you've experienced will be your building blocks for the next challenges. So when the next challenge comes, you know what to do. You have a better mindset as to how to overcome it. And you can develop, you know, your own coping mechanisms that will help you. So, yeah. Psych things. (laughs) When you're a psychology major. (laughs) Oh, how fun it must be to have those thoughts always just there. And then when someone needs advice, you're like, I got you. (laughs) (laughs) and also when you need your own advice you're like okay wait take a step back and like evaluate first (laughs) yeah like yeah that's true there's there's nothing wrong with taking a step back to analyze and to breathe but Mm -hmm. don't take a step back towards your mistakes again like you should always make sure to still have one foot in the like in the forward position so that you don't forget to keep moving forward. Yeah, just keep swimming. <laughs> yeah. And you know, if you ever get stressed about if you ever get stressed about like where you where you need to be in a certain point in your life, just worry about the next steps first. Yeah. I don't remember where I heard that from also. Like I, I've been hearing so many like philosophical stuff like recently, but I was I was like, damn, when the guy was like, if you're an overthinker and like you're worried about where you should be in this point in your life and all of the because overthinking is one of the biggest and most overwhelming feelings that can ever like consume a human being. It's it trumps any kind of like actual like loss or rejection because it's always projected as something that you cannot handle. Yeah. And it hasn't even happened yet. So exactly. Like there's yeah. no use in worrying about things that may or may never like happen. Like yeah. you, you are inadvertently causing yourself to make those things happen to you by yeah. thinking that they will happen. Yeah. So one of the things that have helped me with overthinking, because I'm like I seriously overthink a lot, is just being present, staying grounded in today, staying grounded in the now. Like for example, now I'm just focused on talking to you guys, like listening in and um sharing my insights and stuff like that because if i worry about um my school or if i worry about what i'm gonna do after i graduate while talking to you i'm not gonna be fully immersed in this moment right now and you know there's this quote that's like don't worry about the worries of tomorrow for it's gonna worry about itself something like that it's a bible quote but i'm not super sure about the exact line but yeah so just being present in the here and now is something that really helped me also with the overthinking. Because with COVID, you kind of get overwhelmed with the uncertainty. Like, oh, how am I going to get the job? How am I going to do this? How am I going to do that? So yeah, just being present really helped me. Yeah, and like if you keep like looking forward to things that haven't happened yet, you're going to miss all of the things that are happening to you. Right in the now. moment like like i don't know even even like the same with people like i know like friends come and go but like there are those people who you never thought would be this 
important to you in this time in your life. And the only reason that you like missed missed that was because you were too focused on somebody who like ended up disappointing or ended up leaving also, right? And so when you look back at like all of these friendships that you made with people who you technically had no reason to cross paths with, but because you were where you were at that time, instead of worrying about where you should have been, you ended up meeting and you know now your best friends are like people like that who you never thought would be this important to you and could have this much of an impact to you but because you were so worried about all the things that you didn't necessarily need to worry about at that time like you could end up missing on something great yeah that's so true <laughs> like Just... when no no sorry go 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 sorry we always <laughs> It's fine. All right. Short long voice. It's like like when they say uh, when a door closes, the window opens. I think oh, it's uh, another door opens. <laughs> or something like that. There's also a quote like but, that. Yeah, it's the, when God closes a door, he opens a window or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> don't climb don't climb to other people's windows. Uh. That's uh that's an uh, that is that justifies the imposition of a maximum penalty. But okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. What's yes? You shouldn't overthink too much on just one thing. So if you take a step back and simplify your thinking, uh, you might see things from a new perspective. Oh, uh, two plus one is three, but so is four minus one. So there's another way to look at it. Another solution. Uh, there's always there's always a different way to do things. There's always another way. Yeah, that's what I want to say. And don't climb into people's windows. Ah. Stop. <laughs> that annoys me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, making videos making youtube videos right because if you're too focused on making everything look pretty and how it's gonna look to other people you could end up cutting out those parts that meant the most to you and then it's not really your video anymore like your your purpose for doing what you do has completely changed to being just for like fans who may or may not be there for you later on like in reality you're always gonna be there for yourself but other people, you know, it's it's really like a ticking clock. So I think when it comes to overthinking also, for number one, for people who have already started making content, like just, you know, do it because you love doing it. Do it for you. Don't, don't think about what it should be. Just do it. Like live it. Live in that moment. Copyright and Nike. Yeah. Videos, videos, you know, they're, they're always going to be on YouTube, sure. But they're really just a fraction of the memories that you're going to make with all the people who are who join you, with all the people who watch your stuff. And if you do focus on worrying about how your content should look, you're going to lose the quality altogether anyway. So I love that because one of the main things is really just starting. You know, it's kind of hard, especially me after not posting for a while because of being busy and then I just want to post again it's hard to get myself back out there but then once I start it then it's tuloy-tuloy na 
So just do it, <laughs> Nike. Just But, Nike. Nike. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just start and from there you just build on the habits that you've accumulated from posting the past videos and then with consistency. I think that's one of the main things that I'm trying to focus on this year. Consistency because it's really hard to just you know when inspiration comes then the next time it's not gonna come but then when you're trying to stay consistent yeah so my goals for this year because <laughs> the past years have been really tough with a lot of external things happening so I, I don't really post about those but yeah <laughs> okay. well, I mean consistency naman, like like I know there are a lot of people who are busy and there are some like vloggers out there where you look at their channel and then doing last videos like two years ago three years ago but then like they still have like a good amount of following and they're still getting like comments on their stuff like those things are timeless yeah so if you ever feel worried about like stopping posting because you're scared that you're gonna lose your your mojo or whatever i think that's why it's so important that you have your old videos still there So they can kind of bring you back to why you started doing it in the first place, and that will be what helps pick you up to continue on. Because there's no shame in taking a break. Everyone needs a break. Like that's true. Whether it be years, like go long. Like everyone goes at their own pace. But people should never be worried about having to like please anyone else except themselves first. Like I think that's something also that's been. So hard for a lot of people to accept. Like even me. Like sometimes I give too much of myself to other people that I forget to leave anything for myself. And then later on, I I see what that effect had on me and my mental health and everything that everyone's going through. And I know it's really it sounds selfish in people's minds to be like, I have to take care of myself for other people. Whether that be maybe not replying sometimes or like not reaching out because you're not in your best self, but like how are you gonna be able to help anyone if you can't help yourself first? Yeah, I love that you said that because one of the main things is really to take care of yourself because there's this quote that's like love your neighbor as much as you love yourself. So how mm-hmm. are you gonna love? other people if you don't love yourself right so you have to put yourself first so that you can take care of other people so that you can give your best self to other people so self-care and self-love guys <laughs> yes that is the most important like quality of content yeah okay but like how are you going to be able to give quality content if the person in the blogs isn't of good health Like obviously it's gonna be. Yeah, he looks like a terminally ill person. Yeah, that's gonna be so kawawa. That's why for all of those like YouTubers that you see where they don't post for a while and then they apologize for having gone for so long, like people people really appreciate even that they included that in their content to just be like, I'm so sorry that I left. Like I just needed to take care of myself first, but I haven't forgotten about you. That's kind of the way it should be looked at in life too, because. You know, sometimes when you don't feel like responding or interacting with people, it's not because you don't want to. It's because like you're not in the right mindset for you, and that could affect how you are with them. 
you just don't want to be that kind of person where you know you really don't have anything left to give to you so you just won't give anything to anyone along shit i didn't think <laughs> the convo was going to go like <laughs> this way funny enough that's what i say every time we have a recording for this for this particular podcast cuz it's so crazy how this the different stories of people kind of end up aligning with the views the common views that everyone has even about a topic as simple as making videos can really have such a big impact on someone's life someone's health and how it's really helped so many people especially in this time where we don't really have unlimited interaction with our friends and family like we used to like we really do rely on these videos to help boost morale and make us feel better and remind us that even if the world's changing it hasn't changed permanently temporaries that step back suppose this 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 videos like one of those it's one of those things i said before uh, little victories small little things that the little things are always the ones that uh, keep your spirits up make you happy uh, you shouldn't rely too much on the big things because they're still far off from the future but it's more you should rely people should rely more on the little things the little victories because uh those little things they can be experienced all the time like you woke up you have no symptoms uh you get to speak with your family and friends uh you have clean teeth you have breakfast you know so be happy for those uh as a singer once said uh, don't worry be happy ayan <laughs> what did i feel like you were teeing that up like for the past five minutes i know you had that like in your mind <laughs> oh you're imagining things don't overthink <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking in the moment but okay. <laughs> in the moment. And yeah, it really is true. You know, and those little victories add up. They add up throughout life. So, yeah. even if you haven't had a big victory in a long time, just look for those little ones and see that you're still you because of all of those things. Oh, I love that. I totally agree. <laughs> <laughs> Who else would you be? <laughs> no, I mean, you know what I mean. Parang like There are days when you really don't feel like yourself, but in reality, that's just your mind trying to tell, just like trying mind, to yeah. playing you. tricks yeah. on you. If you turn that off, then you're still just you, like you're still you, and you like, should be happy with whoever you are. I know I am. Yes, yeah, self too. self love, guys. <laughs> self love, self improvement, yeah. self growth. All right. But yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't And know. This physical growth. Let's go six feet. <laughs> I don't know if there's anything left to say. Sam, do you want to say anything before we? Yeah. Um. Okay. First of all, thank you again for inviting me, and I just want to say that for all of the people who want to start making content but are scared about what other people are gonna say, you know, just go for it and just be authentically you because your subscribers will love you for who you are. <laughs> So yeah, I love that. <laughs> Bring out yourself. Yes, I can see you bobbing because you're checking if you're lagging. I was like, <laughs> but yeah, so you know now, you know now. Yeah, I'm yeah. Bobbing about. That's that's really such. I a... keep doing that a lot. Good saying. That just means I keep laughing a lot. <laughs> Stop bobbing now. But yeah, it's really such a good way, you know, to look at 
why you do what you do and why people should continue to post content. And we totally agree that now more than ever, people really do need it right now. So even if, I mean, even if your views aren't what you want them to be, like just keep doing it for you and just the thought that you're even helping one other person, that should be enough. Yeah, and pahabol, but then one of my friends said this when I had like 200 subscribers palang. He was saying, like, imagine those 200 people in a room. That's a lot of people. It's a lot of people. So just thinking about it that way, instead of comparing yourself to other people who are bigger YouTubers or who have more views or more subscribers, then just thinking, like, these are actual people, you know, not just random. I mean, yeah, they're random, but then, you know, they're actual people. Like, just think of them in a room, like, that's an auditorium already. So. Yeah, that's true. Small barangay na. <laughs> yeah, it is. Honestly, even like just 10 people. So it's a lot huh, to be in a room like with you and to think that all those people are there because they love yeah. what you're doing. Yeah, and the people who watch your videos, even if it's just, yeah, like you said, 10 people, that's already 10 people. Yeah, exactly. And it really does make a difference. Those 10 people all agree on one thing that they like your content. And it's really hard to get uh, people to agree on things. Eh? Kahit nga two people, they're always fighting. Sometimes hard to get them to agree. Well, uh, you have 10, 200. How many subscribers do you have now? I'm assuming. It's almost at a thousand. A thousand. <laughs> so, yun, a it's thousand people a thousand. collectively enjoy your content. So, that's something. So, imagine that a thousand people all agree. That they like your content because it's bonga bonga. Yes, I subbed also yesterday. So I'm gonna sub now. <laughs> it's like, gotta support the channel. Uh, yeah, and you know, before we end, I that. just wanna I just wanna like include that having been content creators for almost a year also, we do understand how like demoralizing it can be to you know not have as many views as you'd like or to not have as many subs as you want and though those shouldn't be the reasons why um you should continue to make content like people in general like it really doesn't take a lot to support that's mm-hmm. why i think it's so important like that to just to click sub the like a channel because you know you never know what kind of impact the person will have on your life also moving forward like even if you don't see eye to eye with what they're putting out now one of their videos in the future might come at a time where you're at your absolute lowest and that one um, interaction that you have with the content can just be so life-changing. That's why um, to everyone who's, you know, who's consuming content, just literally everyone on planet Earth right now, um, you know, we're not forcing anyone to support anything, but like um, you know, those little things like subbing and liking videos, commenting on videos, they really do make a difference. To all content creators, whether or not doesn't matter if they have like million subs, two million, each one of your comments, each one of your likes, that that's still they're all equal. There's no like this one's better than this. It's none. It all matters. So you know, to all the people who have been supporting Sam's content, like thank you so much. Like it obviously means so much to her. Like she's, (laughs) you guys have helped her to continue to do this and continue to do what she loves and we never would have like encountered her youtube channel either if like you guys didn't help her channel get to where it is today too so 
yeah, we just want to extend a thank you. And thank you to Sam for being here with us. Thank you so much. Like, yeah. And support their podcast, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yes, support support this episode, all of her fans right now. Support the podcast and support Sam's channel. <laughs> yes. No, we're not forcing anyone. As we said, this is the sad point. You can take it and leave it. This is our opinion. This is our perspective. But it really does make a difference to us. So to everyone who has been supporting all of our channels, thank you so much. And thank you, Sam, for being here. Um, Yeah, this was a really great conversation I didn't expect I'd be having when the topic of like YouTubing came up. But I'm really happy that it ended up where it did. So I really learned a lot also today. And yeah, to everyone who's listening, um, hopefully you guys did too. Thank you for being with us in The Standpoint. Um, we'll see you in the next episode.